0: Podcasters, hear me. It is true what many of you have heard. You need to have your entire podcast library hosted. And as I speak, the solution is here. I stand here before you, truthfully, unafraid, because the Podcaster Matrix is here. Let us shake these microphones, guests, and legacies. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. This morning we're going to talk about co-opetition and what does that mean? It's something I've actually talked about in the past. wanted to get a little more clarity on that and then you know, work together with you guys here in the audience to come up with some ideas. You know How can we use this to our advantage and, and whatnot? So anyhow, that's what we're doing here today. My name is Aaron Montgomery. You can find me at rsuccessgroup.com. Today, we're talking about coopetition. Let me start off with kind of answering what that means. I think you guys have a pretty good guess, and I know we've talked about it before, but let's get into some more specifics of what that is, and I'm going to define it a little more clearly, kind of let you know where this came from, where I heard about it first, and, and then what I want to do is, is, and I really want you guys to to be involved in this, please, if you guys can kind of share your ideas for how we can kind of better work together, a little bit more, more competition in our lives, what it what it means for you, where you can see that working, and be prepared for that. Start pumping in there anytime you guys want. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program, and you can check it out at our forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Obviously, it's a made up word. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, don't, I guess I should have gone and looked in the dictionary, but uh, coopetition. Seems to be a made up word. It may be a real word now. Who knows? So, if somebody wants to go check that. Uh, you can do that. But what competition is all about, it, it, it really is basically the art of looking at somebody that is a competitor, somebody that you're competing for something with, and then figuring out how you guys can compete together for the greater good of the whole, right? For, for the opportunity to both grow and, and still, you know, have that competitive spirit, right? And where this came from for me is in the volleyball world. So I, if you don't know me, I am a volleyball nut. That's my, my other thing. That's my passion in life. And, um, inside the volleyball world, it's obviously a team sport, right? Um, And that team sport means that you've got six spots on the the court at one time in in the indoor game here. You've got six spots on the court at one time that uh, that's your team. And those six players are the ones that are actually playing the game at that particular moment. But if you look at team sports, you know, let's say basketball and volleyball and football and, um, you know, any of those team sports out there, typically... There are also people off to the side of the court, you know, you got your coaches and the the trainers and things like that, but there are also other players, athletes that are not on the court, right? And they really want to be on the court. That's the whole reason they get on that team is so they can be on the court, but that team is only as good as everybody, right? Not just the six players on the court, but they're only as good, you know, so the coach has parts to play in that the other players have parts to play in that. And and you can tell by looking at a team and their demeanor and how they interact and, and what's going on as to how strong that team really is. And so where this came from for me is, is okay. So you see the game, but in the practices and stuff, you've got to do drills and and different things like that to <clears throat> improve the player skills as a coach right and what happens is that's where everybody on the team even the the athletes that aren't on the court all the time that's where they're participating that's where they're working hard that's where they're training right so within that you've got to get better but you also want them to compete you know so that 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 kid that's Ah, there we go. Thank you, Christine. Uh, Bringing information, information. opetition was the word of the day for the OED August of twenty twenty. So it's it's a real world OED is Oxford English Dictionary. (laughs) So say it's a real word. All right, perfect. So it is a real word. Um, So back to what I was saying. Anyhow. So you want those athletes that are not necessarily the starters, you want them still competing, right? And so they're they're competing with their teammate for that spot. You know, that you want them to work hard. Now, the the athlete that is the starter, you want them to compete too. You want to make sure that they're staying at the top of their game and they're pushing themselves. And so that can be you know, that's that's competition, right? They're they're competing against each other for that spot on the floor. Well, where this really kind of came home for me and this was something that I always did when I was coaching um we called it a competitive cauldron and we basically used data to understand which players were going to give us the best chance of winning and so we would do drills that had points and scoring and stuff like that cuz you can look at players and you can look at the athletes and go okay that's, that's, a, they're really good. They've got to improve their skills, all that. And you kind of, you know, got the smell test, right? But at the end of the day, you look at some players, you know, let, let's talk about some players that people were like, oh, you know, they're never going to be any good. And yet they ended up being, you know, one of the best athletes out there. I mean, look at like a, a Michael Jordan, when he first started playing basketball, if you ever heard his story, he was cut from his first high school basketball team right you know so he didn't pass the smell test but what he had was this competitiveness that pushed him to be the very best right um you know there there are certain players that uh, are just such great team players that they might not be the most impressive athlete but they are able to really lift their team up because they make everybody else around them better right so so there's all these different moving pieces to a team sport and um so that's where competition came from for me. And, and like I said, what the part that really solidified it for me was I was listening to an interview uh, of the Olympic uh, men's national team coach. His name was Hugh McCutcheon's and uh, he was the coach for the 2008 men's indoor volleyball team. And they won the gold medal in 2008. Now he was talking, this was after 2008. I think this was probably 2009, 2010, And he was talking about that team. And and the question was, you know, what made that team so special? Because when you looked at the team on paper, they actually had um, gotten rid of, they, they cut some players. And, and in 2007, this was huge controversy in the volleyball world because there were some older players that were like really good, real mainstays of the USA national team. And, but they were, they were never able to get over the hump before 2008. You know, they, they weren't winning any international competitions. And so they were really good on paper. They looked really good. Their talent was incredible, but they weren't winning. And so the coach, this new coach came in and he actually started changing things. Right. And the changes that he made, like I said, at the time were very controversial. Oh, that, that guy's the best setter in the world or that guy's that. And what ended up happening and what what he explained later, which he looked for the players that were going to give the team the best opportunity to win, because there were different roles. You know, there, there was a, a guy actually from where I'm from here in St. Louis, his name was Scott Tuszynski still, his name still is Scott <laughs> Um, In fact, I run into him every once in a while here in the volleyball circles. Uh, anyhow, he was on that team. He barely played throughout the entire Olympics but you can go back to almost every athlete on that team and ask who the most important player on their team was that year. And most of them will point to Scott Tuzinski because he was such a consummate professional. Uh, he worked really hard. He did whatever the rest of his teammates needed to win. And um, so he he brought everybody else up. Did he want to be on the court? Absolutely. He fought his butt off in practice to to earn his self a role there and um so within all of that he actually said the word uh, this coach in that interview said the word coopetition and it really just kind of boop light bulb moment for me that's what i've been doing in the volleyball world and that's what i'm all about in the business world about too is that, that whole, a rising tide will lift all boats. And that doesn't mean that we just have to be kumbaya work together all of the time and, and, you know, not, not push hard for, for what we want for, for us. No, that means that we need to be pushing each other. You know, sometimes some of the best competitors bring out the best in each other. They're, they're pushing each other to, to more and, and, and greater and holding each other to higher standards, um, you know, some of the best games of volleyball that I've ever played in in my career were against guys that, you know, if looking at it, we looked like we hated each other, but we had a ton of respect for each other and we went at each other hard. We, we were playing as hard as we could to try to one up the other. But at the end of the day, again, there was disrespect. And, and so that's what it really means to me is, pushing yourself to do more, to be more because of what's on the other side. And then understanding that there has to be that mutual respect there. There has to be that ability to work together, to, to bring everything up, right? Because if I'm the best in the world, world at something, but I've got nobody here that is pushing me to be even better, then out of nowhere, something's going to come. Somebody's going to show up and and just like, you know, pass me by but you know you look at uh, like like tennis for example you had uh, roger Federer and rafael nadal and they back in their prime they were always just going at it and and they'll both tell you to this day that that it, if it wasn't for the other um that they wouldn't be as great as they are because they pushed each other to become better and better and better and And, you know, but they had this respect for each other. They had this ability to take that mutual respect and and grow the level of their game. And so we can do the same thing in our businesses and we can look around at the things that are happening out there inside of our business world and go, okay, what's out there that is pushing me? What's what's the driving factor? Is, you know, is it the competition? Is it something else? And then the next step from there though is then how do you, Take advantage of that. That's not necessarily the word I'm looking for, but that's what I'm going to go with right now. How do we use that? How do we incorporate that into what we do to then better our business and in turn better everybody else? Right. So that is my definition. Uh, that's where it came from for me. This whole competition thing. It came out of my volleyball world, but I use it and I see it nearly daily in our. Um, Decorating community in the business world. So, with that being said, let, let me catch a couple more. Um, the 1980 USA ho- Olympic hockey team coach Herb Brooks said after tryouts that he did not always take the best player; he took the right players for the team to win. Absolutely, and and we can think about that in in our in our own businesses too. Uh, in in a sense of maybe it's not always you know we can go out and hear all of the best things to do. But what we need to figure out is what is going to be the right thing to do for us, right? So again, one of the things that we do inside our success group is is we want to provide the resources and the tools, but we don't say do this, do this, do this, do this, right? Because everybody's business is different, you know? So we want to give you the opportunities, give you all of the ideas, help you implement ideas that work for you. But we don't just say, OK, here's your here's your business and just do this. Right. We say you tell us about your business and then let's figure out what the right tools are. Yes, there may be a quote unquote what people think are the best tool, the the best player, like uh, Jerry said, from the the hockey team, um, the best smell test. Right. The, that 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 lady or that man looks amazing at what they do. And I'm just going to do exactly what they do. And then go, oh, why didn't that work? Well, because you have to take the parts out of it that make your team, your business, your world better. So uh, I love that, Jerry. Thank you for sharing. All right. So let's let's start transitioning. And this is where, again, I'm looking for you guys to share your stories, share your ideas, share your thoughts. How is it that coopetition works in your world? How is it that that you know you've been driven to do better because of a competitor or or you know maybe a rival or or something along those lines. And then how can we take that and harness that into a rising tide lifts all boats? So um, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw out a couple of examples. I want to hear your guys's feedback. And if you've got feedback, we'll keep talking. Uh, if not, we'll be through this a little earlier today. Um, so within side of that couple ideas for you here a couple thoughts here for you in the business world so I'm seeing a lot more of this happening and um, you, you see it uh, in some some different places but look around your your direct community right look look directly around your direct community and who are the people that are in a similar space? You know, maybe they're not doing the exact same thing because that, that becomes a bit more of a challenge when when it's the exact same thing, but they're doing similar things, right? Maybe they're uh, in a boutique and, and they're doing something different. Maybe they are, um, you know, maybe you're the apparel person and they're the sign person. Um, you know, so, so those kinds of things. So that's that's the first idea to think about. Look around in your local area. And then from that, not just look at what they do, but look at what their why is. Can, can you understand what their why is? What is it that they're passionate about? What is it that they talk about all the time? Right. And is that something you can connect with? So, um, you know, here, here would be an example for me. Uh, if I'm looking around my volleyball community and, um, I'm thinking about, who it is. So I'm I'm going to go back and say, okay, so my desire is to put out information that helps youth volleyball players grow and um, do better. Right. And, and just achieve the life they want through the vehicle of volleyball. And so within that, my idea is I'm want to write a book, right? I, w- I want to use the success principles and I want to write a book. And then I want to be able to share that with the volleyball world. So, I can go do that. I can get my, put my head down. I can go straight forward into that and, and do that. Well, I also happen to know somebody in the volleyball world that wants to write a book as well. And I am fortunate enough that he is a friend of mine. I'm fortunate enough that uh, he is a, a young man that I got to coach when he was younger, when he was in college, I got to coach him. So I know a lot about him. I know what he's passionate about and I know that he and I are very passionate about the same things. So within that, I could say, okay, he's going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. We're going to see whose books better. You know, so that could be, that could be competition. But if we bring in coopetition, I can say, Hey, are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park Trade Show, we met for the first time face-to-face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O, W E R E D again, our success forward slash empowered. How about we write a book together, right? How about you take your strengths, your, your stories, your parts of this, and we write a book together. And how much better would that book be if we do it together? and and that's actually uh hopefully reality we've talked about it we've committed to doing that he's actually waiting for me so um so there's a there's an example um christine let's see here so tanya says we've worked with other shops several times on community events and tanya i i know you've shared a little bit about that but but please share some more specifics about that if you don't mind i i will share what i know of it i know uh right after covid you guys did the um and I, I just lost the area, but the area that you live in strong and you guys work together to bring uh, other businesses and, and and support other businesses together to grow your community. But if you could share some more details about how that worked and, and, and what were the wins and what were the takeaways and what would you have done differently? Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, Christine says, I think co-opetition also has to do with working together and seeing that creating opportunities for others can help create opportunities with you as well. When I was at Nmart, we had competitors that I referred business to when it made sense to do so, and then they did the same for us. It came from an abundance mentality. There's enough business for all and good relationships. I, I think that's a, a fantastic uh, take on this, Christine, that that um, it doesn't always have to be completely Working together, it doesn't have to always be collaborating on one single event. It can just be having that abundance mentality and having that realization that I don't need every single job. Um, It may feel like I need it, but honestly, you're, you're doing your business a disservice if you try to take on work that doesn't really fit who you are. And therefore, having good relationships, as Christine mentioned, you know, and and I know that for a fact, I know Christine has great relationships with a lot of people. Uh, That's why she's so successful. Um, But within this idea is the fact that, yeah, it's okay to work together. It's okay to refer. You know, we, we talk sometimes about referring business to your competitor that maybe is a pain in the butt. Well, you know what? Every once in a while, you need to also refer business to your competitor that isn't necessarily a pain in the butt. It's just not the right business for you. So I I, I think that's a, a fantastic comment. Thank you very much. Um, thank you there, Tanya. Martin County Strong was the name of it. I uh, appreciate that. All right. So Sandy says, I met with a local florist. She is providing the plants. I'm providing the sublimated container and will jointly market. There you go. So again, you know, she could go out, um, the florist could go out and and find her own sublimated items and and buy them and then sell them for profit and, and get all that stuff. But she's a florist. She's going to stick with what she's good at. She, she's going to, you know, the plants and the arrangements and, and the things that are important to her. And then she has, you've reached out to her and, cause you could do the same thing, right? You could go buy flowers. You could go buy different things and stick them in your stuff and then market them and, and potentially, gain a little bit more profit but it's that's that's not the goal see yes profits what we want but trying to squeeze every single ounce of profit out of every order is not the way to success trying to gain more profit by doing the right things is so don't get those two things confused having to have like the biggest profit margin on every order is not getting more profit right it, it may be in the very short term, but in the long term, how can you sustain that if you're trying to do it all yourself, you're trying to, I, oh, I've got to have every single piece of equipment. I got to do it all. Right. So that that's a really great point, Sandy. Thank you for bringing that up. All right. Wendy says we have another shop in town that we that we two a chance to working together on a huge proc. We took a chance on working together on a huge project. He is better at sewing and we are better at specialty embroidery. The project turned out awesome. There you go. So bringing your strengths together, right? That That's fantastic. And the, the other part about this that is so fantastic um, when you take the opportunity to do that. Yeah. That, that that's a, that can be a little bit scary, right? You're kind of opening the doors. You're, you're kind of letting them in and, and they're learning some of your secrets, quote unquote secrets. Um, and, and real quick on that note, uh, if you think you got a secret in the industry, I can probably pick out at least four or five other people that have shared the same idea with me. Right. I, not and and I know Terry can, based on all the conversations he's had, um, he, he talks about that all the time where people are like, okay, well, I've got this really great idea. And he's like, oh, you mean the same idea that these other five people have, have had? Again, not to say that your great idea is not a great idea, but the the fact that you think it's a secret, uh, it's probably not a complete secret, right? You may have your own spin on it. It may work great for you because it of who you are. And so even if the other people have the idea, they might not be able to do it the same way you do it. But to to think that there are are industry secrets, uh, I I think that's a little short-sighted at times. Anyhow, all right, back to what I was talking about with, with Wendy's project here. So again, that's a little bit scary. But now think about what the other opportunities become, right? So now he is better at sewing, but he's thinking about, oh, wow, look what I could maybe now bring to my business based on this partnership with Wendy. Maybe I can do, I can solicit more specialty embroidery projects because I know that now I have this partnership with Wendy that that I can fall back on and go, yes, let's tackle this together. Um, and, And so that's, that's the idea and, and vice versa, you know, now hopefully Wendy, you're open to more kinds of projects that, you know, you said turned out awesome. So now, you know, great we've got, and that's new opportunity. It didn't mean that you had to have every single bit of every dime of the profit in the project. It meant now you've got new opportunity and now you can grow, do less work and, and grow your profit. So that's, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Wendy, uh, Tanya says we raised money for area businesses by selling Martin County strong shirts. They did design. We did production and came together in social media and packaging. It was a lot of fun and we would do it again. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. from our experience working with other shops that made us both more known in the community and increased new business in scary times. Another huge benefit is getting to know the other shop on a more personal level. Absolutely. Uh, that is a, a great point. Tanya is that, that when you start doing those projects together, again, you might look at them, you might have looked at them forever as the competitor that you hate and you know, Oh, I can't believe they do these things and all this other stuff. Do it, do a project with them, get to know them. Right. and, and, Okay, you may find out afterwards that, yeah, okay, I was a little bit right, and that's okay now you understand it better, but I think what you're probably going to find out is that they act the way they act because of their circumstances, and once you understand them more on a personal level, like Tanya mentioned here, now you you open up all these new opportunities, all this new potential, right um so that that's that's fantastic. Kyleen says working with a local boutique, we make all shirts, but they were able to but we were able to help them with their DTG demands. Um, oh, sorry. Working with local boutique, we all make shirts, but we were able to help them with their DTG demands. This gives them more options for their customers and we can support them. Absolutely. That's it. Yep, exactly. So maybe both doing shirts, but there, there's... It's not a one size fits all scenario, right? And we refer people back to them all of the time. You know, things that are outside of what we do, or, or you know, makes more sense that they go and 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 work with them. So it, it's a two way street. That's awesome. Thank you, Kyleen. Um, People don't understand the value of relationships in business. It's now the cliche, who you know, but forming a community and building relationships helps a ton. Trust means a lot, and you trust people when you know them. I, I think I'm just going to leave that there. Nothing, nothing more for me to add. High five, Christine. Thank you. Um, all right. When we need an embroidery tech to come to town, we reach out to the competition to let them know he's coming to town, saves us all on travel fees and our tech loves it too. Uh, that's perfect. Eric. Thank you. Uh, Wendy. That That's a, a fantastic idea, by the way. Um, you know, and the same kind of thing can be said outside of techs group buys, you know, have ha- have that opportunity to, you know, maybe once a month you get all the competitors together. You sit down, you have a coffee. Maybe it's over Zoom these days or whatever. But but you just you just you just get to know each other. You just talk. How, what is it that you're challenged with? Maybe you can help them and then maybe they can help you with the other challenges. I, I, I can't uh, can't stress how important that is. That's fantastic. All right. Eric says classic pairing work with sign shops. We did cut vinyl and some banner printing, but it was never our primary function. Getting that huge sign stuff off our plate gave us back our time to do the work we did best and take on more of the right customers for us. That's that's a fantastic uh, point, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> the word should have been not and not now. The ty- typos suck. Hey, uh, I think I, I got the point. So <laughs> I hope I shared the point correctly, though. Um, all right. We trade or borrow supplies and blanks from from other shops, as each of us has a need. Even though we are competitors, there you go. That's co-opetition. So um, great. All right. So any any other ideas? Any other thoughts about about? I think you guys have a pretty good handle on it. And and here's the challenge for me is that I know that when I talk about things like this, the fact that uh, you guys that are showing up and and are, are participating. You guys get this, right? so it's really important for me to share, but I know that the folks that are showing up are coming, so I appreciate you you sharing the examples and and hopefully what you'll do too is you'll share this with those people that don't quite get it right the the people that aren't out there trying to consume knowledge that are just trying to be um you know I have to do everything i'm 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 all all in there so that would be another thing you know get out there share share this information um you know, here here's the other thing about it, right? Is that Christine's point about relationships and building trust and and getting to know people. Um, yes, the the cliche is it's about who you know, and and again, my dad actually said that to me a, a bunch. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, and and yes, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason, right? It's it's about building those relationships. And, and part of those building relationships is to invest, is to invest not only your time, but invest in communities, invest in growing and knowledge. And, you know, so you're, you're spending, what are we 35 minutes in here? You're spending 35 minutes here with me, investing your time. And many of you have invested your time to share your experiences too. Right. So that's all investing, but what we don't get is that we just look at that at on the credit s- side or on, sorry, on the debit side, on the debit side. Like, okay, I gave that time. I gave that information. I gave this, I gave that, I bought this, I, you know, and, and all we focus on is the debit side of that. What is it that we sacrificed for that? Right. But what we need to focus on is the credit side, you know? What is that relationship that I built? What is that trust that I gained? What is that? All of those things, you know, what what is it that I got from that investment? So I I just, this is what I want to leave you guys with is make sure that you focus your energy on understanding the credit side, meaning what is it that you gain out of this? And and not from a, everything's got to have an immediate gain this is out of a understanding that everything you give comes back to you. So the more that you give, the more that you invest, the more that you are abundant in your mentality, the more you're going to gain. It may it may not be able to be directly correlated. And so maybe that's the problem. We're looking at the debit and we don't want to understand the direct credit that shows up on that balance sheet. But what we really need to understand is that when we fill up this debit side, our credit side is going to be filled up and and we might not be able to draw the lines back and forth between the two. So that that's the thing I want to leave you guys with. Um, If there's anything else, please feel free to, to pop them in the comments here as we close up. But that's the last thing I want to leave you with is that you will get what you give, right? What you, what you sacrifice, your time, your energy, putting the things to work, doing the work, sharing, being a part of a community, all of that stuff, however much you give on the debit side will show up on the credit side. It just may not directly correlate back and forth. Right. So um, hopefully that, that hits home for everybody and and they understand that uh, Tanya says again, for me in sharing is more confidence in myself and that I enjoy sharing and helping others. Absolutely. It, it fills us up, right? It, it, it's who we are as humans. It's honestly the only way that we've been able to get to this point in in the history of humans is through the fact that no matter who you are, and I truly believe that deep down inside of everybody, some people have suppressed it more than others, but deep down inside of every single person is this n- nature, this, this part of us that requires us to share or to help or to lift others up right because as humans if you look at all of the other species out there we're not the fastest we're not the strongest Um, and and some would say we're not even the smartest right we we destroy more than than we create at times but the fact that we've been able to cooperate coopetition to get to a point where we are the dominant species says a lot now we have to now start making conscious decisions about how we take that power, how we take that ability to help each other and 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 grow from there. So um, that's the last part I've got. Again, if you guys have more, please feel free to pop it in there. Um, I'm going to share a couple more things with you guys here real quick. Um, I do want to let everybody know that um, the success tracker program, uh, we've we've really looked at long and hard at it and try to understand what works what doesn't work um, we're going to be working on um, just kind of hi i'm kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business saturdays podcast do you want to subscribe to the small business saturdays podcast head over to small business saturdays there are tons of ways to subscribe click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. We're going to do some things around it. We're going to do a little more training around it and stuff like that. But the the other thing that we've determined is that uh, we just can't sustain it at, at the price that we've got it at. I think it's $25 right now. So uh, on March 1st, the price is going to go up to $49 for the Success Tracker program. Now, the Success Tracker program is going to continue to grow. If you're already in it, um, look for more coming soon. We're going to have a lot more contacts, and a lot more kind of, uh, you know, just sharing and, and pointing things out. Um, I'm working with my virtual assistant right now to kind of build some more of that and and make more of that happen. But if you haven't done it, if you've thought about the Success Tracker, what Success Tracker is, is a program that gives you all of the steps, it gives you all of the tools, it gives you support and community and all of that stuff to help you achieve a 12 month goal, right? And we even help people, um, I'd say so far about 90% of all of the success tracker uh, programs that we've been involved with. Uh, we've actually helped people reset their goals, make it more specific, make it easier for your subconscious to work on, make it easier for other people around you to, to support you with. Um, because I can say my goal is to grow my business and that's great. That's a, that's a kind of a goal, but that's more of a wish, right? I, I wish to grow my business. A goal would be a specific, what does growth mean to you? Right? Um, because if you, got $1 more in sales, that technically is growth. Is that going to sustain? Is that going to fulfill your desire to reach that goal? That's up to you, right? I, I can't tell you that. So you've got to be more specific about what that goal is. What is growth, right? Is it new customers? Is it new revenue? Is it profit? Is it just net sales? Is it... um more reach more people knowing about you uh, get into the specifics so that's the other part of it we we give a lot of feedback there um and again at the end of the day it comes back to what are you willing to put into it right are you willing to take the time to answer those questions are, are you checking your email are you are you replying um you know we've we've given a lot of feedback and don't always get returns uh, that's okay I mean it drives me nuts because <laughs> I take it a little bit personally but and I shouldn't but um you know I I want more for people than at times it feels like they want for themselves so that's my quick soapbox, but that's what it's all about. So that's what success tracker is. It's kind of the, the start of, of what our success group's all about. You know, our, our foundation is based on the success principles, giving you the foundational pieces to really grow your business. And we'd love to talk to more people about our success group. Uh, if you're not already a member, um, you know, we'd love to chat with you and see if it's something that would be a value to you. Uh, we, We've uh, been able to work with quite a few companies on all different ranges and, um, you know, we're, we're looking at what training we're doing going forward and, and um, you know, our, our mission is to provide those resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. Again, like I said, I can't tell you if a dollar growth is success or not. That that's up to you, right? I'm not here to say if you're not making a million dollars, you're not successful because I know that's not true. I know people that are making five thousand dollars a year and they are super happy, super fulfilled, and they are successful. Right. You know that that's what it is that they're all about. And that's perfect. We want to support that. So um, that's my quick pitch about Success Tracker. But I just want to let everybody know that at the end of this month, uh, the price will be going up. And um, so uh, get get involved now. And even if it don't doesn't quite make sense to you yet, just go look at it. Let us know what questions you have. Right? Like I said, we're going to make sure that the goal works. And and you know we've got a lot of uh, different information, and and I've got a lot of great kind of backup and, and proof that by setting goals in this way that we know that it works, as long as you do the work to, to get there, we, we know that it will work. Um, and so we're willing to share that with you, but you've got to take the initiative on yourself to a, get involved in the program, B get, do the work that is then necessary, right? We, we give you a, the steps that you need to follow every day. And if you do that every day, you're going to get there. And, you know, it, it's also, but if you forget, you forget, but you got to get back on the horse, right? You got to get back on and just follow the steps every day. I mean, I've got, oh, you can't really see it. Let me move here. There, There's my sur- success tracker certificate right there. And have I followed the steps every day? No, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I've I've missed some steps, but I know that all I got to do is get right back on and, and get after it. And so I'm going to do that, right? Because I've, I've got that desire. I I, I've made that commitment through the success tracker that I'm going to reach these goals and I'm going to celebrate with you guys. So, all right. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate you being here. And I think that will do it for the day. And I'm going to get that off of there. If you do have any questions, you do want to reach out to me, email address is success at our success group.com. Happy to help. And again, Uh, You can find all of our information about our success group up above at oursuccessgroup.com. So thank you all for being here. Have a great rest of your Saturday, and we will see you again next Saturday.